Hello, hello, and welcome to Intentional Sounding. It's the Draw Play Podcast. I'm your host, Draw Play Dave Rapocio. With me, as always, is the Rocky to my road, Sam Grezis. Hey, guys. Uh, happy post-Easter week. I hope you've all gone to your local Walgreens, Dwayne Reed, Giant Foods, Safeway, and stocked up on all of those delicious jelly beans and Cadbury cream eggs, because God... We record this the Monday, usually uh, the Monday before it goes up. So this is the day after Easter now. Dave, there is so much candy everywhere. I love it I'm so sure. much. I'm sure. Here's my problem with Easter candy. It's bad. Mm. Easter Some candy is. is the worst of all the holiday candies. I, mm, I don't think that's true, bud. I, Halloween I, is right, the best. What, Halloween is the best. Halloween is the best because it's everything. Uh, Valentine's Day's got plenty of great chocolate, even though it does have some toothpaste Mm, chocolates. So that's the thing, is that Valentine's Day chocolates, I think they're just so across the board. You can either hit, like, if it's not Russell Stover or something like that, if it's not a name brand, it tastes like chalk and it's full of weird cloying marshmallow stuff. With Easter, with Easter, you at least get good jelly beans. Right? Like, you got the Starburst jelly beans. Starburst jelly beans are mediocre. I'm sorry. They're not as bad as Brock's jelly beans. I don't even know if I've had Brock's jelly beans. Those are the ones that you always have at Easter. Like, they're the ones with the black ones that are licorice flavored that everyone oh, hates. Oh, the, the, the yeah. classic ugly jelly beans. I, I always yeah. think about Jelly Belly when I think Jelly Beans. Oh, Jelly Belly. That's the those thing. Are jelly the Bellies are, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's Jelly Belly and, and, then, and then the field, right? But yeah. If you're taking the field, uh, Starburst is okay. Starburst does Starburst, decent jelly I had beans. actually had some leftover Starburst egg uh, jelly beans today, and mm. it's been Not the first so time in, like, years that I've had them. And I'm just mm-hmm. like, hmm, I'm excited to try this again. And I had the flavor I liked the most, and I was like, hmm, I'm disappointed. Uh, well, that's, that sucks. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm all, like, sad for you now. But seriously, I, I don't like most Easter candy. Malted anything is disgusting. If you like malted milk balls or any of that malted chocolate stuff, you're weird and you're gross and you're a shame and we should breed you out of society. It's We're also skirting the issue and I, I'm thinking that this one candy kind of does put Easter well below Valentine's Day. And that's because if you think of Easter, the one Easter candy you think of, if you don't think of Cadbury cream eggs, which are fine, but way like it's a t- they're a lot. They're you know? too much. Uh, peeps. Peeps. Peeps just, are gross. Just eat marshmallow. If you want to eat a marshmallow so bad, just eat a marshmallow. I'm not even a big fan of marshmallows to begin with. They're a little too sweet and, like, kind of eh. But, yeah. like, peeps just make it even worse. Peeps, the only good thing that has come from peeps are the diorama contests every year. Have you seen those? Yes. They're great. Peeps they're, are they're better amazing. decorations than they yep. are food. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. So yeah, you know what? Okay, I'll 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 buy that. I'll buy that of the of the three big candy holidays, Easter is the worst one. I'll give you that for sure. I'm glad I'm glad we have settled this. Yeah, yeah. I it's mostly because I totally forgot about Peeps. Peeps <laughs> are so gross. It's a short, quick aside. My uncle famously kept a Peep on his desk at work for years. What and. He kept it for years. It turned black. It didn't smell or anything. It just, it turned like dark black or maybe not black, but it like turned like a dark color and basically became a rock. That's horrifying. He used it as a paperweight. That's like, that. that is the start of some, uh, some horror movie, some like gonzo horror movie where he like picks it up one day after 15 years and it's, it's hard as a rock, but it's now become imbued with some evil spiritual peep power. It like houses all of the souls of the peeps that little kids have ripped the heads off of. And now it's out for revenge. I don't it's like, going to be the subject like of the new upcoming Marvel series, the infinity peep. <laughs> I'm excited for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. Anyway. Yes. So am I. I'm actually kind of excited for Thor, too. Mm -hmm. I I didn't care for the first two Thor movies, but the new one looks good. And it was directed by the director of What We Do in the Shadows, which, if you haven't seen, is an amazing mockumentary of... One of the Flight of the Concords guys is in it. Mm-hmm. It's a mockumentary of a bunch of random vampires just kind of living in society. 
and how like their roommate struggles. It is the funniest thing I saw in like the past three years. I it's, love that movie. It's really, really good. I also think it came out a year. I, I mean, I feel like it, it was around that whole Twilight time when it's like vampires and werewolves and all that, and everyone is sex. I think it was a little bit after that, and I think that but, was almost one of the reasons why much. it didn't get a lot of uh, press, besides mm. the fact that it was a small indie film. Sure, made in New Zealand. But seriously, if it's it's like the perfect mockumentary. It is the Spinal Tap of vampire movies. It's it's true. It, I mean, it is it is that good. It is absolutely that good. Uh, I I I I do want to. Uh, while we're talking about movies, quick quick aside. I love the Fast and the Furious movies, and I won't hear any argument on this. Um, Fast the Fast and the Furious Seven was a legitimately good movie with a legitimately moving tribute to Paul Walker at the end. I cried. I'm not going to I'm not going to deny it. And if you have seen this movie, if you have seen Fast and the Furious 7, you did too. Don't lie unless it was the first time. No, Fast and the Furious the thing is Fast and the Furious 8 kind of kind of sucks. Oh. Which is a shame. I was I had really high hopes. I had really high hopes. Um and if you go in, so so the reason I'm saying this is is so that if you're planning on seeing the movie, go in with low expectations, and you'll have a good time. I mean, it's hard to top um, The Rock flexing his own cast off after going. Yeah, he's got to go to work. Flexes the cast <laughs> off like that is that it's is so good. peak action schlock line. You can't do better you than can't that. Do it, that better. it is the no. perfect moment for that kind of franchise. You you can't right. top it. Right, right, and then and then you actually have some like some like good moments in in five, six, and seven, but but with eight, you really have to kind of expect it to be like too fast, too furious, and just like kind of turn your brain off, laugh at the movie while you're watching it instead of laugh. It's it's a movie you laugh at, you don't laugh with, which okay. is a shame because because the more recent movies in that series have been, you laugh with the movie and it's, they kind knew of they were stupid and they just go for it. They lean into it. And, and because they lean into it, they can have moments of actual drama because it kind of exists. It, it, it doesn't like it exists in it's like on its own rules. Right. And it brings the audience in uh, eight, eight didn't do that. So, so this is all to say, if you're seeing eight, uh, don't expect it to be as good as seven. Expect it to be really shitty, and then when you watch it, you'll actually have a good time. You'll be pleasantly surprised that it wasn't as bad as you thought it was going to be. That's exactly what happened with me because Ray saw it. Um, Ray, friend of the show, he saw it uh, in as it previewed or premiered rather in Detroit, and he he texted me like right after the movie, being like, "Sam, it was so bad." It was so bad, and I was like, no. Keep in mind that friend of the show, Ray, is an Eagles fan, so he's automatically <laughs> bad and dumb. Well, he loved, but he, I mean, he loves those movies. If there's one thing, if there's one thing you want to trust Ray on, it's Fast and the Furious movies. So, so there you go. Uh, it's a movies podcast now. It's, it yeah, went from an Easter candy podcast to a movies podcast. It's let's, the off season. We do whatever the up, fuck we I want. Mean, let, let's get a little bit of a bump at our listenership by mentioning Star Wars. Oh, yeah. I, just, I didn't. Just free, free geek <laughs> listens right hey, now. But... Um, I can safely say this is the first time ever that I'm just not excited about Star Wars. Really? No. I watched wow. the trailer and I was like, it looks like another Star Wars movie. That's. Well, I so... just. I, I think I just don't care anymore. Wow. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, I, mean, that, and I that's got also real, not what like, they as wanted, much as you know? I hated as much as I uh, hated myself for it. I was really excited for Force Awakens, and the first yeah. trailer like got me giddy, and I got I got pumped up, and I saw the movie, and I thought it was pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like I didn't love it. I, I was kind of annoyed by the fact that it was basically just the first movie all over again. Yeah, yeah, I had a good time watching it, and I certainly didn't hate it. Then I saw sure. I got excited as hell for Rogue One and I saw Rogue One and hot take here I think Rogue One's kind of bad. You you and I we we talked we talked about this on a previous podcast. Rogue One is something that could have been really good but the characters are just so crap. We we that we, it just falls apart. We have and disagreed I just don't on care. this. Uh on a previous episode of this podcast, so I'm not going to rehash my arguments, especially not when you're talking about The Last Jedi, but... Yeah, yeah, but I just... I saw the trailer, I'm just like, okay. I think it's just this 
idea now that it doesn't feel special anymore because we know we're going to get a new Star Wars every year. Every year. And it, it's, it's to the point line. where I just, it doesn't feel special. It just feels like another installment. It's like a next, it's like the next episode of a TV show. Yeah, I, like I want to watch it, but if I miss it, I'll I'll just catch it later. It doesn't feel like I yeah. have to be there. It doesn't feel like I have viewing. to care. It they're they're trying to do the Marvel thing with the whole they're like, exactly doing things. the Marvel thing, right? But it's but it's not as I I think they're having more trouble because they can't. If you're gonna do mainline stories, right, and you're gonna do a mainline story every year, and then uh, something about you know, another character, like the next movie is going to be the Han Solo movie, right? Uh, and they do those kind of like side stories every year. It's not like, it's not like Marvel where you're, you have some of the big, like the Avengers movies, right? Everything's That's, like, building up, up to something in Marvel. Yeah, exactly. Sort of going, Rogue One didn't really, it just, it's just kind of there. It's yeah. just kind of, it's just, yeah. it's a story we didn't need to know. It, it was basically... Uh, extended universe fan fiction as an official film. Uh-huh. So it's like, hey, well, which is fine. There's nothing wrong with that. No, inherently. there's nothing wrong with it, but it definitely doesn't make it feel important. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it, so it, it ties in with the with the main story, right? And it's a it's a story that it, it is cool that it was told. And I really liked Rogue One. Like, I I liked Rogue One a lot. But I told, I like, I get what you're saying here. My thing, though, and this is something that I've been trying to do recently for albums, for books, for video games, uh, and for movies. If it's something that I know I am going to buy or like see or get, uh, I try not to watch trailers or like, oh, like this track leaked off of the new New Pornographers album. I, I try not to listen to, to stuff like that until the thing comes out because like... I'm going to be excited for it anyway. I'm going to see it anyway. See, there's very few things I'm that level of excited for. The only thing I can recall doing that recently to was Breath of the Wild. I've purposely avoided Breath of the Wild stuff because I know I'm going to love it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But everything else, for the most part, I'm interested in consuming the media and being like, well, am I interested in this? Do I really want to see this? Right. And usually the trailer is kind of a selling point. I mean, but here's the thing i'm gonna see that star wars movie right so like and i'm gonna i'm gonna enjoy it so why i just keep coming back to when i saw the force awakens i had no idea darth vader was going to be in that movie at all so like the first time i saw him he's not like his helmet is Oh, was Are you it? talking about no, Rogue, Rogue One? One. I, yes, I'm talking about Rogue One. I'm sorry. Yes, I, I got that confused. Um, Rogue One. Yeah, I had no idea Darth Vader was going to be in that movie. Oh, yes, uh, and his appearance in that is incredibly problematic, but let, we should that... go into that. <laughs> well, I mean, that's... that's well, it'll take up the whole point, podcast but... of arguing about why about Darth Vader Star being Wars. in Rogue One is a good or bad thing. Sure. <laughs> Hint, it's a bad thing. Let's talk about football. Yes, let's. There's some some stuff that happened, so... Uh, first off, so a couple weeks ago, we had NFL owners Thunderdome, uh-huh. and both of us mentioned Dan Rudy dying pretty quickly because he was old and frail, and y- now yeah. we both feel kind of bad because he legit died. Yeah. So, he's a legend, uh, one of the good owners, Pittsburgh Steelers, Dan Rooney, rest in peace, mm-hmm. I guess. No. No, no. <laughs> Rest in peace. Not you Rest guess. Worst you eulogy guess. ever. <laughs> they didn't invite Rest in me to the funeral. Or whatever. Uh. <laughs> no, I mean he's he's incredibly like instrumental to that organization. He's, he's and to football by itself. A like, lot of fans. He, he's he's he was one of the the legacy owners. Like yeah, he's, he, he's not just a snoot who owns a team like Dan Snyder. He was he was football. Oh yeah, I mean that was that was him pretty much. Mm-hmm. So it kind of it it sucks to lose him. Uh, so Aaron Hernandez is apparently not guilty of the double murder and shooting that other guy in the face, but the other one. It literally doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter, matter because he's in jail, life without parole. So it's kind of like, eh. Well, here's what I was thinking is. Wouldn't it be like if you're in jail, uh, 
wouldn't you at that point wouldn't you like if it were you wouldn't you just want the other sentence on you just to be like man you only yeah, at have that point if you're not going away be like be hard man you know i got all these bodies i've got two life sentences now right <laughs> i don't know if that's how the pecking order works i'm assuming from movies what are like you in here the evasion oh that's yeah. nothing man i got i got two life sentences right being a tremendous piece of shit yeah, yeah. If 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 uh if network television has taught me anything, it's that everything works exactly like that in yes. actual real person jail. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> our condolences Aaron Hernandez for for not getting that additional uh jail cred. That was literally my reaction when Keely told me Keely was just like, "Hey, did you hear about Aaron Hernandez? He 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 got acquitted. He's not guilty of two murders." And I was just like, so yeah right <laughs> it doesn't matter he's he's not getting out of jail <laughs> i guess like justice for the families is, yes. is is the is the is the thing there but you know let's talk about eli for a bit yes let's please let's let's so eli is such a dullard that he can't even be involved in an interesting scandal no god he's such a I, you 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 use the word dullard i use the word dingus we thought deflate gate was a nothing scandal and that oh, was before buddy. it became deflate gate yeah when like when the news first broke i remember pretty much everyone's reaction when the news first broke was that's stupid it's not gonna go anywhere certainly it's not gonna become this two-year drag out uh-huh. uh, lawsuit god, affair two years power play Jesus between Christ. two mighty figures of football and waste everyone's time. No, th- this is just Eli kind of gave some not actually used gear to fulfill a contract. Well, there wasn't even there isn't even there's not even a whole lot of information yet so it's, far. It's all based on this one email that was like that Eli said, "I need two helmets that can pass as game used," which yeah. is which which is like that's less like give me scuffed up helmets and more Eli Manning doesn't know how to send an email. Yeah, he had an AOL address. Oh, did he? Yes. I did didn't you see, see that? that. He uses part. it. He has an AOL oh, email address. Oh my God. Like you really think someone with an AOL email address is capable of massive fraud or something <laughs> like that? He's, he's a dork. He doesn't know anything like that. I... <laughs> It's just so perfect. This is such an Eli Manning scandal, regardless of whether or not he's he is actually like selling uh, new or like not actually game used memorabilia as game used memorabilia, whether or not he's <laughs> completely innocent or completely guilty. It is it, it is just completely this is this whole thing is just so Eli, an email sent from an AOL account, which I'm so glad you told me that because it's perfect. That is uh, very vague. Like it's not really like, like it's I not mean, really conclusive proof of anything. No, Maybe it's it not. suggests that he did have some some fraud in him, but it didn't. It's not like he said, "Here's the two helmets. We're passing them off to these people." He 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 he. And it's not even give me new helmets. It's like I need two helmets that can pass as game used, which is, you know. <laughs> That doesn't. That's, it. that's not like that. That's not him being like, okay, bud. What I need you to do is is get two helmets, take them out to the field, and like scuff them up a bit, right? I mean, for all we know, the dude down in Mexico who stole Tom Brady's jersey also had Eli Manning helmets. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe Eli needed a uh, pat a helmet to pass on to the guy because his actual game helmet got stolen by the Mexican guy. Oh man! Everything there you go. Everything's connected. Everything is connected. Eli goes to get. I was just like, I'm going to give this used game helmet to this charity to fulfill my contract. Where is it? I just (laughs) won the Super Bowl. Hmm, this is strange. I'm going to go on my AOL.com account. I wonder if anyone's on Messenger today. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I'm gonna set my away message. To just lost my. Uh, Not even my grandmother has an AOL.com mail account. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to think if I know anyone who still uses an AOL account. Um, my dad did for for a bit, but to, I right, mean, here's just the requirement: he they have like... to be alive. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, my dad did for a bit, but he, I I don't think he does really anymore. He just uses his work email for stuff. 
Uh, yeah, I don't. I cannot think of anyone who has an AOL account anymore. I can't really think of anyone offhand that doesn't have like a Gmail account. Even the most computer illiterate people I have usually have an email account set up by like their service provider. Yeah, yeah, like Comcast. So like, oh, like whatever Comcast, whatever a Time Warner, whatever RCN. Verizon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but he still ha- you almost have to go out of your way to have an AOL. Don't account. they? Don't they give him a giant's email address? He like, probably got one and doesn't know how to open it. Oh my god! They're like, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised well, if Eli still has like a brick phone. Oh, like like an old Nokia phone. Like he he memorizes his teammates' numbers, and uh-huh. he, he's got a flip phone, and he actually types text messages on the the number pad. The number still. pad. Yeah, yeah. He's not he's not doing it to be. He's not using his Moto Razor Generation One to like be a cool hipster. He's just using it because he, he, like, does, he, the same reason he's got his AOL account. He doesn't want to upgrade. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. So what, we're probably going to have to get need a little bit more information on this to take it at all seriously. Yeah. Because it's, it's such a nothing. And, again, we said Deflategate was nothing before that became the biggest thing. But I highly doubt this is going to become the biggest thing. The The trial is between the Giants and and a memorabilia dealer, and that doesn't start until September. So, like, discovery is going to happen And if there's that. anything we've already talked about, people being sort of scumbags, it's memorabilia dealers. Yeah, right? How they'll, like, hire children to wait in line at practice to get stuff so they can Fires. sell it on eBay. Like, like, yeah, like, I, like, like uh, there, there's... Eh... Yeah, they they don't get. They could very much be in the right in this scenario, but memorabilia dealers I, haven't really I earned the benefit of the doubt. I wonder if Eli that. even has the mental capacity to fraud people to to do a fraud. Yeah, <laughs> such a well. What if he's like, I, I like little boy Eli? I'm imagining him thinking like this is this is a it's like a kids get rich quick scheme. <laughs> he like gets his old stuff. I, it's it's great. I'm gonna make a million dollars. Meanwhile, he has a multi million dollar contract. I'm gonna make a million dollars. It's so easy. Just put the put the helmets on the on the field I'm gonna for a own, second. I'm gonna own the uh, lemonade street market. And then he goes into the fridge and grabs like the lemon juice out of the crisper that yeah. you use for like food decoration and he just dumps it in water and serves it to people like <laughs> yeah I made real lemonade like a big boy <laughs> oh man oh, so so man. that's I think that's the uh that's the what actually happened so so it was Eli Manning and he did do do this fraud but he did it in a very charming boyish way like he does yeah. everything like he does everything one other piece before we get to, I think, something that's more important. Uh, the Lions unveiled new uniforms. I yeah. think they're pretty good. Yeah. Uh, the bad. Lions uniforms before this are, I think, were one of the worst uniforms in the NFL. And the fact that they were mediocre at best, there was nothing special about them. Yep. There was nothing real good about them. They were just sort of there. And so they cleaned it up a little bit. I, I'm not a big fan of the word things on the shoulders. I but see I am usually. Uh, I think that's over, pretty cool. Overall, I think it's good. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree with that. I do want to also say this is something that's uh, that's relevant to me personally because I complain about it all the no time. No Pokemon, no show. Wrestle Boys. It's not that. It's not that. Okay, it's about refs, NFL refs, and oh. how um, the head of the NFL refs association. I'm not sure if that's like their union or if it's like an actual NFL position. But he was on, he got interviewed on a serious radio station, pretty much saying what we've all been saying about NFL celebration penalties for, like, since the NFL started cracking down on them. And he pretty much said, refs hate throwing that flag because they know that the fans don't like it. They know that the players don't like it. There's, they're also, like, humans, right? They've just seen someone, like, catch an 80-yard amazing pass and then they have to throw a flag when they celebrate a little bit but what he said was that the biggest issue is there isn't really like with the catch rule and for the same reason that refs hate the catch rule because it's very inconsistent and it's very hard 
to judge. There isn't kind of black and white language in the rule to define what is is and is not a catch. There isn't black and white language in the celebration rules to define what is and isn't a penalty. It's all very subjective, which for refs is not it, it, it's not conducive to them doing their job well. So they hate I think it too. The NFL would want to make it easier for the refs, considering how much we hate them. Yeah, right. But here's a conspiracy theory for you. P- please. The catch rule. Maybe the catch rule was invented so that when there's a weird one, every like everything has to stop and they get an extra commercial break. Oh God. Tinfoil hat. That's not even tin, bud. That's not even tinfoil <laughs> hat. That's like. That is that is a conspiracy theory that is incredibly, incredibly believable and possible in my <laughs> mind. It's it makes me wonder like <laughs> when they're when they're considering adding replay to sports, do you think the advertise like the TV stations are all in favor of it because that means they get to sell more ads? I don't know. I genuinely don't know what the like the TV stations feel about all this. We always talk about like what the NFL wants and what the people want, but we're never uh-huh. really talking about the delivery system. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. And I, I would be curious to know what goes on in in the uh, offices of like CBS or mm-hmm. Fox when they're trying to figure out the pack, the cable package, and everything that gets them their broadcast, that gets them their ads. Like, what? Maybe they feel like they have to sell all these ads to match the NFL's product costs. Because mm-hmm. I, I know the NFL charges a whole buttload for yeah, a station for, to put it on yep, TV. And absolutely. maybe the station then has to determine, well, I got to sell all these ads. And then there are also ads that are sponsored by the NFL. So they got to pull in those ads, which is why we get 15 Toyota commercials per mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. It's There's a lot of stuff we don't really know. And I'm kind of curious to know some of that stuff. But well, we're never going to know because we're peons. Nobody. Uh, I mean, there there's a bit uh, of that 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 actually is happening now and happened last year with the Thursday night games, because they just uh, announced that Amazon is going to be streaming uh, the Thursday night games. I I don't know if their agreement with oh uh, well, I need Twitter... an Amazon Prime account to watch football on Thursday. No, I don't think so. I mean, it, it, I think it's just an in addition thing, not a not an instead of thing. And I also think I don't think you need an Amazon Prime account to watch the games on Amazon. I hope oh, not. I, I like be to be able to just tune into Twitter, which is a yeah, weird sentence. That's that's the thing is I'm not, I'm not sure if this affects the the Twitter thing or not. I think that Amazon can just carry it as well because Netflix was also kind of uh, talking about wanting to carry like live football games uh, in addition to that. Uh, and they were just like the, the what what the NFL was asking and what the package was just kind of doesn't work for our business model. And that's not the, the direction we want to go. So like you can kind of like if that's something that, that you're interested in, which is something that I think everyone in, who likes sports, likes live sports, should be interested in. Because this is we're going to be seeing more and more of this every single year with more and more sports. Uh, especially, especially sports, in my opinion, like, you know, Premier League soccer, like uh, hockey. I just want to watch my croquet live on Twitter, man. Yeah, there you go. I mean, things like that that are. When am I going to be able to watch my polo matches on Instagram? <laughs> oh, oh, dude. No, no, no. You got you got your polo matches on like uh, Elo or whatever that social media site. That you have oh, to I be remember that. To. I think yeah, I right? I think I made an account and then forgot about it. Yep. <laughs> and then I kept getting emails from them like, "Hey, it's your Elo." So I just like put up a filter, being like, "No, no, Elo." No, so no. I still technically have an account, and the emails just get sent to the trash bin. I'm pretty and sure Elo is like very dead. Oh, it, it, I like. I think it is very very dead. They they came at the king and they missed. Uh, but yeah, you have no. something that's dead, um, mm-hmm. just like Oakland Raiders fandom. I can't. You you please because t- I can't believe. So Derek Carr had a nice and ooh spicy hot take. Oh, it's it was a, it was a very spicy oh, it, take. It's a it's a doozy. He said that Raiders fans angry about the Raiders leaving for Las Vegas aren't true Raiders fans. 
Mwah! Oh, oh, that that's one's a, got a kick. That's a spicy Ooh. meatball. Oh, Derek Carr, you just pissed off so many lot, people who loved of, you. A lot of people. A lot of people who were very... It would have been very easy for them to support the players and not the team. And now uh, now they can't really get away with that anymore, can they? It's it's really funny because there, <sighs> there's a lot to unpack about that one. I, because I, there is kind of two different types of fans, at least in this particular sort of splitting. I uh, Right. Whatever. Uh, you well, get what I mean. Yeah, and like, I get what Derek Carr was going for, too. Like, there's a way to say that same thing. Not in Not way. as terribly as he did, right? Not in a way that's going to alienate pretty much everyone who you're um, kind of it's, berating it's, there. It's, it's more like if, if, if you are a fan of, of the Oakland Raiders... I hope that you stick with us. You know, I think is is yeah. kind of what he meant to say. Like it's kind of I think Rivers said something like that about uh San Diego fans and Los Angeles fans. He did it in a better way mm-hmm. at the beginning of the season. Even though you could tell he's not happy about moving to LA, he he was still doing his due diligence to be intelligent and coherent about it and yeah. not um piss on everybody. <sighs> yeah. Yeah, god, come on. Which I thought was a little bit below Derek Carr. <laughs> I thought he was a little smarter than that. Yeah, I don't know, man. I, but every I, once in a while, I remember that he is a Fresno bro. Yeah, yeah, Fresbro. A Fresbro. It's true. It is it's kind of true. interesting how there are definitely fans of a team and there are fans of the community. Uh-huh. And what, like, I am a New York Giants fan, but I couldn't give a shit about New York. Uh-huh. Yeah. I didn't care that the Giants brought the trophy back to the Big Apple. I just was happy our doofus fraud guy won. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's totally, I, I, that's totally I am not fair. a New York fan. I am a Giants fan. Right. But there are also, like, it. There, but there are people who, it's about the community. There are people in Seattle who only care about the Seahawks because it's Seattle's team. There are a lot of fans like that for every team. It's very, it's... Interesting. Well, this also isn't a new thing, right? I no, mean, it's not. You got pe- like one of my one of my very very close friends refuses refuses to acknowledge the the Colts. Just period. Uh, since they left Baltimore, ah, like they they're, they're like like Baltimore doesn't. Just he straight up just refuses to acknowledge the fact that there's a team like why does why does the AFC South only have three teams it, it, in it? It's That's pretty much weird. like that. Yeah, like the Ravens don't exist to him right oh the ravens don't exist well the ravens don't exist and the colts don't exist right because the ravens are, are the new baltimore team and the, the colts you know that that whole thing i also could be getting that wrong the colts might have become another team after they left yeah. baltimore but i don't think they did no i think they just went right to indianapolis in the middle of the night i'm pretty sure that was that i thing. mean they probably stopped to get drunk with ursa but yeah that's about it <laughs> But yeah, I mean that's it's like and when the um when the Rams left uh St. Louis w- there are a lot of fans that did not stick with the team because it, it 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 it's a betrayal. Yeah. It's a betrayal to like if you live in that A lot city, of people see the team as part of the city's identity. And and that's not unfair. It's like, not unfair. It's not how I've ever really personally seen sports, at least against the Giants, probably because I'm not from there. But see, that's that's the thing. It's, it's completely legit. I definitely feel the Orioles are a part of Baltimore. Right. And... So so imagine them up and leaving in the middle of the night, right? And then doing that while you were growing up in that area. That would be very depressing. Uh, right? <laughs> do, do you think you would you It, think would, you be, would, it would be horribly the... depressing, and it's making me hate Derek Carr. <laughs> <laughs> I'm. I think we're both kind of working this out on on the same wavelength right now. Kind of realizing that oh, Derek yeah. Carr's a dickbag who said a bad thing and well, pissed it, on fans. It's it's also like it's you you you're a different fan if you spend. You and I have moved a couple times, right? Like I I I spend a lot of time in Atlanta and in Chicago, and I grew up outside DC. Uh, you've kind of popped around a lot. I grew up in too. Maryland. Yeah. I went to school in upstate New York, and now I live on the West Coast in Portland. Right. So, uh, 
it's it's different for us than it would be for someone who has has spent their entire life in Oakland, right? Yeah. They like we we do not have the we do not view sports teams and sports fandom, I believe, in the same way that someone who literally who literally grew up with a hometown team yeah. and grew up mired in that culture for their whole life. Uh, looks at it. We look at it I in, think in we see way. it as more of the entertainment product yes. Yes. that we feel it is. It's it's very strange. There are multiple kinds of fandom. They're all they're all equal, mm-hmm. except if you're a bandwagon bitch. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a community well, thing, right? It is. It, it is it, a community. That's one of the reasons why I think college football fandom is stronger than the NFL. Yes, because it's a clo- It's the college is the community. It's not like the Steelers are a part of Pittsburgh, <laughs> but yeah, but, uh, it's how Penn State is Happy Valley. Right. Yes, absolutely. Penn State is Happy Valley. Mm-hmm. I was trying to think of a good example. Uh, University of Georgia is Athens. Athens, yeah. Yeah. And, and that's why college football fandom is so much tighter. The rivalries are so much stronger. It's because better. it's community versus community. And it's not like the University of Georgia is suddenly going to pick up and go to Tennessee. Right. And, and imagine, and that's the thing, imagine if they did, that's kind of how... Raiders fans feel or Colts fans felt or St. Louis fans felt right that's I think that is the only would it be hilarious thing. if Bama moved oh, yeah. <laughs> if Bama's Bama. like uh, we're not getting enough student revenue and everything we want to build a new stadium state. we want to build a new stadium so we're going to move to Texas oh <laughs> oh god oh god there would be riots the, the south would burn holy shit <laughs> You you do that with any school in the SEC, and a literal war starts. There is a new. There is a like, big fundamental difference between college and the NFL because in the NFL they're they're like private businesses. They're mm-hmm. basically businesses, and businesses can get up and move wherever they want. Whereas a school, you can't really move the University of Georgia to not Georgia. Right, exactly. And most of the fans of of colleges have spent at least four years in that community so it and is it is a home yeah right and it's not really about like paying the players or anything it's it's the school it's the team as part of the school it's a very right. different dynamic and it creates two very different fan bases which is why you have people arguing forever about whether college football or nfl is better right now now just to be fair uh amateurism doesn't in my opinion at least hasn't doesn't have to do anything with it none of that change would change if you paid the players pay, pay the players the NCAA no is, no is I agree it's just pay pay the players pay a lot players. of money and and whatever but that's I guess that's my piece uh, on anyway, that. God damn Derek, anyway how did Derek I... Carr <laughs> Derek Carr I just mm, like I love that hot take but oof I like him oof, a lot man. less now it took me I about do. 20 minutes to like Derek Carr has bad facial bad hair. That. Have you seen him? Derek Carr oh, fell it's... out of the ugly tree and hit every stick on the way down and then climbed back up for a second go round. Yeah, oh god, it's not it's not good. I feel like if he tried more, he he could clean up better than he does. Like he could do some damage control Maybe. on the whole f- facial uh on the the Fezbro uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know, like the whole facial situation that he has going on. Like, I just know if I saw Derek Carr on the street, he's going to be wearing a flat brim cap. Oh, well, I'm like looking over my room. I got a couple flat brim caps. Stop. You're kicked off the podcast. No! <laughs> at least, at least wait curved until brims, we... man. Curved brims. Got my curved brim back when in the 90s, and then it went out of style. It's coming back, and I'm going to be ahead of the curve. They're, they, they are already back. Yeah, because yeah. flat brims are dumb. No, no, they're. Cool. I don't. I don't want to wear a shelf. I want to wear a hat. But but it's so convenient to to put your items on. <laughs> it even has a coaster. You know the sticker that everyone leaves. Yeah, there you bed. go. <laughs> <laughs> Bend your bills, people. Rawr, get off my lawn. <laughs> So we should do our ranking now that we've officially talked about football a little bit. Let's let's get back off of football yeah. to something stupid again. Let's let's do this. So this week we are going to rank ice cream flavors. Mm-hmm. This is going to be contentious. I have about 15, 14 flavors. I've got more. <laughs> I went fairly basic. We're not going to do dumb flavors. We're not going to do like 
Ben and Jerry's flavors. We're not ranking the weird crap, uh, like the hipster flavors. If you can't find this flavor in most grocery stores uh-huh. or in most generic ice cream shops, then it's probably too weird for this list. Yeah. And I just want to take this moment to shout out to Salt and Straw in Portland, Oregon. Um, your ice cream is fucking stupid. <laughs> ha! All right. This place is a hipster ice cream joint. It literally had an ice cream that had candied ants in it. Oh, and I'm why? Not, not, not candy ants. No, I, I candied know. Candied ants. I got you. Actual ants. They have a flavor right now that is ramen ice cream. Well, okay. I don't want to be that guy, but I do want to say that- Like, the... you wouldn't mind trying it, right? Well, salty like, you kind of want to try it, but, like... but ramen- not not ramen. That the thing is, I was gonna ramen. I was gonna shout out before we started because this isn't something you can find everywhere. If you find a place with chocolate covered ruffle ice cream, like chocolate covered potato chip ice cream, that shit is really good. Well, yeah, that's like American dream. That's... Yeah, well, well, yeah, but saltier. You know, it's 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 like salty sweet chocolate. It's it's very good, and I know it kind of sounds like a spilly food thing. Trust me, it it is not. It no, is, chocolate, it is very chocolate delicious. covered potato chips and ice cream is legit. Okay, so I'm talking about candied ants and, and ramen. I think they had like a tikka masala ice cream at one point, uh. and people wait in hour long lines to sample this stuff, and I despise it. I like I get it, and I would want to go once. I mean, I I could see like a sweet a sweet curry ice cream, just but don't you don't have to be a tryhard about it. Like Jenny's ice cream is a pretty big chain. And they do they do the kind of like hipster ice cream, but they do it well. It's not like there's never huge huge lines. The I wouldn't even say uh, Salt and Straw's ice cream is bad. It's just not worth the wait, right? Or the money, right? Or the time. <laughs> really, really anything. Like, yeah, I if got I you. Ca- if I catch them on a completely empty day, which never happens, I wouldn't mind going in there and yeah. sampling the weird stuff just to taste it. Sure. I'm not gonna buy it. No, but I can sample it. <laughs> You're gonna be that guy that has like. I'm not gonna a spend four bucks on a single cone of yeah. ramen ice cream. Yeah. All right, we're getting Yuck-o. off topic here. We're gonna rank some ice cream flavors. Let's. So I'm gonna let you go first. Okay. Cool. Uh, I'm just gonna go down the list. I don't know if you included sorbet, but I did. I have one. I love sorbet. I have two different kinds of sorbet on mine. So number one is a sorbet berry sorbet. I love a solid, solid solid flavor just any if you are in the mood for ice cream or like if i'm in the mood for ice cream rather and it's a hot day berry sorbet is so much more refreshing and delicious than any kind of milk based anything um so that's my number one is berry sorbet number two is mint chocolate chip yes yeah yeah yes it's mint chocolate chip is very very good I, I I was wondering if you were going to be on my team or not. Oh, yeah, absolutely, man. It Mint was chocolate close chip to is number my number one. one. Yeah. It, it's so good. Yeah. It's so good. And you have to get the one that looks like toothpaste green. You do. It's, you do. Mint chocolate chip is amazing. It's And the smaller the, smaller the uh, chocolate chips are, the better. Um, if, you get, if you get the kind, you don't want huge chocolate chips that are kind of spread out through the whole thing you want high density small chocolate chips in mint chocolate chip ice cream uh number three i got anything with toffee heath bars all up in there like heath bar crunch anything like that i like that I, i'm, I'm good. good with that I'm yeah good with that. um number four is mango sorbet pretty good much choice. for the good same choice. reasons as berry sorbet number five pralines and cream uh I think one of the most underrated ice cream flavors ever. Pralines and cream? Pralines and cream. It's uh, pralines or pecans, like candied, covered in like, uh, well, sugar, like really crunchy and, and good. They kind of, I, I like, I don't know how to explain them. Uh, they're re- It's really, it's pretty much just vanilla ice cream with these delicious like candied pralines in, in them. Uh, just they're they're just little crunchies and they're very very good. Um, under that I got chocolate chip cookie dough, classic. Yeah, excellent. Fine. Uh, under that I have coffee, coffee ice cream, good coffee ice cream. Excellent, excellent uh, choice. Peach, peach ice cream is is after that, and peach is another underrated. Uh, this is this is our first disagreement. Really, you don't like peach I'd... ice cream? No. 
But I'm not a big fan of peach flavored things that's, in general. That's fair. I, I just have never had a bad peach ice cream because every place I've gone to that has peach ice cream, like his, I don't know if they make it fresh or they just like make it daily or, or, or whatever, but it's I've never, never like been in a situation where peach ice cream is the one I want. It's always surrounded by things I would much rather have. Oh, true. Yeah, and, and I kind of feel this. So I'm the never going to about... go that way. And peach ice cream in general, just eh. everything under chocolate chip cookie dough on this list is kind of in that category for me. <laughs> um, so yeah, so like right under peach, I've got moose tracks or like peanut butter cup, any kind of peanut butter cup ice cream. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's a lot though. Um, it is uh, chocolate chip is not a lot and it is good but it's also like why would i get chocolate chip if i could have mint chocolate chip exactly I, I, if, if i am ever in the mood for chocolate chip ice cream i'm gonna get mint chocolate chip uh under that i've got any kind of like cake uh ice cream um like cake batter red velvet any, anything like that uh funfetti or whatever Eh. Uh, <laughs> no. yeah i know eh, eh. uh cherry vanilla same way rum raisin kind of same way a scoop of Neapolitan with a bit of each flavor, uh, same way. I'm just kind of going down. I'm, I'm, I'm blitzing now. Just, just run them down. Uh, Let's get to the ones you hate. <laughs> okay, so we're, we're getting to the ones that are... There's only one that I really hate. Uh, one I kind of hate, and one I really hate. Uh, brownie parts ice cream and, like, cookies and cream ice cream. I just, why? I don't like... I don't get it. Like... I don't like I don't like or get Oreo ice cream or ice cream with just like brownie parts in it. It's whatever. Um, vanilla I probably should have had higher because like Dulce de, like you can kind of fold in like tres leches and Dulce de leche ice cream with those, which are very good. And I would kind of rank like a good tres leches or Dulce de leche ice cream like probably above chocolate chip cookie dough on my list. Because uh, mm-hmm. those are just those are just really good, and like a really good vanilla ice cream made with like r- like real vanilla beans can be great, but it's not usually that way, so it's it's pretty low. Uh, chocolate ice cream also not usually very good, in my opinion. Uh, I love chocolate, but chocolate ice cream usually doesn't really taste like chocolate, actual chocolate, to me. Um, Below chocolate, I have Rocky Road. Rocky Road is the most overrated goddamn ice cream flavor in the <laughs> fucking world. It is not good. Rocky Road is not good. Uh, then I have getting hit by a bus flavor. Shout out to Deadspin. Um, and there is one major ice cream flavor that I have... I hope to God it's the same one I have. It's strawberry. Yeah! <laughs> And this is this is from a guy who put berry sor- like strawberry sorbet is at the top of my goddamn list, right? Strawberry ice cream is fucking garbage. It tastes like cotton candy and astronaut food. It's terrible. It's fucking awful. And this is like I always every single time there's like Neapolitan ice cream out like if if it is available i'll always go for the strawberry because i'm like i like berries i like strawberries i i like fruit flavors and it's never it's never good it it, it tastes like someone froze strawberry nesquik and ah oh god it's just <laughs> awful it's terrible why so that's my list <laughs> That's a good list, Sam. <laughs> All right, thank you. That's a, that, that's a good list. I'm glad. I'm glad you appreciated it. We've been like, I think we most, on, mostly uh... came out on the same side of this. Man. All right. All right. Not a whole, not a whole lot of argument. Yeah. Um, number one, obviously, as we discussed, it's mint chocolate chip. Yeah, MCC. Mint chocolate chip is the perfect ice cream. Mm-hmm. I, it's, you it's, know, I disagree. You got your chocolate. But... You got you. You got your chocolate. You got your uh, mint, delicious mint flavor, and you got your sort of vanilla sort of flavor it's uh-huh. it's just so good it's just all so good together it's like how could you take ice cream and make it more refreshing it's right it's balanced in a way that a lot of ice cream flavors aren't it's not overly sweet the mint kind of cuts through that right mm-hmm. it's mm, god mint chocolate chip is so good mm-hmm. number two i have coffee yeah yeah good coffee ice cream is the shit mm-hmm. and this is coming from someone who generally doesn't like coffee i like iced coffee oh sure I don't like hot coffee very much, but if I ever end up going to a coffee shop, I normally get 
like an iced vanilla latte and that's it. Have you ever had it's an affogato? Probably not. It's 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 very simple. It's 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 obviously a very Italian thing. Uh you serve uh a little cup of gelato and then you pour like hot espresso over it and then That you, sounds amazing. It it's really good. You like eat it while and before it melts. It's really really good. That sounds pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. Number three, I have chocolate chip cookie dough. Good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. It's good stuff. Um, this one, the next one, uh, didn't, wasn't on your list. I'm going to say, uh, pistachio slash spumoni. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I probably would have had that. Pistachio ice cream is fantastic. Mm -hmm. Uh, spumoni is basically like Neapolitan sort of, but with, it's normally spum, uh, pistachio, like a berry ice cream, normally like cherry and then like vanilla or chocolate. Yeah. It's it's a much better version of Neapolitan. Of Neapolitan. It's very Italian. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. Spumoni and pistachio ice cream is great. They start- then I have berry sorbet, any yeah. any of the berries, and I'm like including like mango, every sure. all the fruit sorbets yeah. all in one. Sorbet is great. God, I'm, I want <laughs> they, sorbet they, real bad right now. They're, they're so good. Uh, then after that, I have the classic chocolate chip. Sure. Like, you can't go wrong. No. It's a good choice if you don't have mint. Yeah. But any, if you don't if, have the mint version, it's it's pretty decent. If you're at an ice cream place that has chocolate chip and not mint chocolate chip, do yourself a favor and, like, burn it down and also never go there again. <laughs> uh, after that, I have peanut butter. I like peanut butter ice cream. Yeah. Uh, uh, butter pecan ice cream. Sure. Butter pe- so butter pecan is very similar to pralines and cream. Yeah, butter pecan is a very good ice cream. I like it. Mm-hmm. After that, I have rainbow sherbet. Oh sure, yeah. I like I like rainbow sherbet. Yeah, why it's not? very kid. It, it it reminds me of being a kid. You get like the really goofy looking stuff. Rainbow sherbet is good stuff. It turns like your it. tongue. It turns your tongue like brown. It, yeah. I... You come up with the weirdest stains on your face and yep. your shirt. You're, you're sticky for a week. It's, there's, <laughs> you know, there's a, there's a pleasure in that. I buy that. Then I have Moose Treks. Yeah, yeah. Moose Treks is good. Down here is where I had Rocky Road. Okay. I don't know if I hate it as much as you do. I definitely do agree that it is overrated as shit. It's just like, wh- everyone's like, what's a, what's an ice cream flavor? Rocky Road. Do you ever yeah. order Rocky? Have you ever seen anyone order Rocky Road at an ice yes, cream? Yes, I have. Place? They okay. disappointed me. Yeah, right. There you go. There's always something better because on the there menu. was cookies. There was uh, mint chocolate chip mm-hmm. right next to it, mm-hmm. and I'm like, this kid, he doesn't know what's up. No, this kid is no. dumb. He just wants marshmallows. He just wants a marshmallow delivery system. Bad, he doesn't appreciate bad good parenting. Ice cream. Bad parenting. Bad. bad Here's after he, that. Oh, I, I just wanted okay. to say real quick, hot take. The best marshmallow delivery system, if you're not talking about s'mores, Lucky Charms. No. Yep. Shitty, shitty Lucky Charms cereal, are disgusting. Shitty cereal marshmallows are the best way to eat marshmallows that are not already in a s'more or roasted. Yeah. <laughs> I I hate Lucky Charms. That's that's maybe that's, that's odd. Fair. maybe we should rank cereals next week. We, oh, we should. We totally should. We should That'd rank cereals. That'd be really good. All right. So after Rocky Road, I have cookies and cream. Yeah, I'm with you. Fine. Um, cookies and cream just feels like the poor man's version of chocolate chip. Yeah, yeah. It's it's like chocolate cookies inside vanilla ice cream. It's just not nearly as satisfying you don't as get chocolate the, chip. Yeah, you don't get the like texture, like like you're biting into something. You know. No, you just get soggy Oreo cookies. Yeah. Yeah. Eh. After that, I have vanilla. Sure. Of all the plain flavors, vanilla, I feel, is the best. Yeah, I agree. I also agree with you that chocolate ice cream doesn't really taste like chocolate and is generally kind of bad. You have to you have to go to the right... Like, there are places that do good chocolate ice cream. They'll usually mark it as, like, double chocolate, where it's like... They, we... Fudge, like, fudge, thick chocolate. Or or they'll say it's dark chocolate. If you... Well, okay, so that's a thing. If you ever go to an ice cream place that says they have dark chocolate, like, ask for a sample of that, because that is probably good. It's got a little bit of bitterness to it, usually. Mm-hmm. But but most of the time, if you're, like, looking at your grocer's freezer, you know, don't. It's very generic, bad yeah. stuff. Yeah. It's, it's not good. And then uh, I have listed everything else. Yeah, everything else. <laughs> sure. Sure. And that includes, like, 
ramen ice yeah, cream. Yeah, ramen ice cream, like garlic ice Candy cream. Ants. Strawberry ice cream is terrible. It's fucking awful. It's awful. It is the Jed York of uh, ice creams. Uh, and you'd think it'd be so easy. Strawberries and cream are a classic fucking combination. You'd think strawberry ice cream would be good. Well, it, it makes... I like strawberries. Mm-hmm. I like ice cream. I like cream. ice cream. I like fruits. I like all this stuff. You stick it next to vanilla and chocolate. Like, it's you, it's going to be good, here's, but it's not. Here's the thing. Like, you could make... Anyone listening to this podcast right now could make a better strawberry ice cream than Neapolitan strawberry ice cream. Here's how you fucking do it. You buy strawberries, you cut them up, and you put them in vanilla ice cream. Do you put, like, chocolate chips in there, too? You could yeah, if chocolate. you if you want. And it would be, it would just be delicious. It would be like, it would be strawberries and cream and it wouldn't fucking taste. I, I struggle to think of what strawberry ice cream actually, like shitty strawberry ice cream actually tastes like. Like drywall? Like, it's, like, it's I, like I imagine what. It's like Pepto-Bismol in ice cream yeah, form? Yeah, yeah, geez. It, yeah. And if you Which get. Which I guess is basically chalk because Pepto-Bismol tastes like chalk. And if you get the kind, like there's ice cream now that's like st- like is anti melt it has like weird chemicals in it now uh like like that sorb- sounds like I, a lot of bad chemicals yeah that, it is i know a lot of like, stor- strawberry like, and I chocolate ice cream mistake. already kind of sounds like chemical already kind of tastes like chemicals uh-huh. instead of actual flavors Ugh. yeah it's even it, more it's, of that it's not Ugh. a good scene it is not Ugh. a good scene it like it has the consistency of what you would think like drywall insulation would have and it also kind of tastes the way that it looks too pink it just it is pink flavor and not the good kind of that just bad strawberry ice cream tastes like what pink ribbons for breast cancer probably taste like if you just legitimately like ate the ribbon on them yeah ugh. Ugh. Like here, here's a ribbon that you just pinned on me for breast cancer. I'm just gonna suck on this ribbon. I, mm, I can't it tastes like strawberry we, ice cream. I can't believe we both agreed on that. And I, I also am. I'm, I'm How could you not agree see... with that? I, I would, I would be surprised if any of our listeners. And if yeah. you do like strawberry ice cream and you don't put it last on your list, please, please contact Tweet us, at us so that we I wanna, can. I want to know why. Understand like, you? I, yeah, I'm not even mad. I wouldn't even be mad. I like from a sociological like. I want to better myself and understand people who disagree with me perspective explain to me your love of strawberry ice cream or even like everything above strawberry i can understand somebody ranking pretty much everything above strawberry as their favorite like i can understand someone who puts vanilla as yeah, their favorite ice cream yeah. i can understand someone who thinks rocky road is their favorite ice cream i don't agree with them but i can i can almost understand it strawberry it, I can't. It's just a bad flavor. I'm physically in capable of understanding how anyone can like strawberry ice cream. It, it would have to be like, I bet people who like strawberry ice cream do not like strawberries. Like they, it's a Ooh. different. Well, no, I, I'm. I'm being. It doesn't serious. taste like strawberries. Like it doesn't taste sure. like strawberries, right? So it's got to be a different thing. Mm. Oh God. Oh, maybe they it, just really like fucking, their chemicals. Yeah, it fucking tastes like Tums. Ugh. <laughs> Who wants Tom's ice cream? No, not me. I don't want that. Uh, oh, I need Tom's. <laughs> I got a fucking stomach ache. Gross. <laughs> we're gonna do cereals next week, and that's gonna be another like we're 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 going for like the we're the trying hot, to find the, the Mark Wahlberg clicks. of every list. Oh yeah, and strawberry. The Mark clearly... Wal- Mar- strawberry is the Mark Wahlberg of ice creams. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It'll be tough for cereals because there are just so many. I don't think we'll have a consensus on that one. I'm, We're gonna. I'm we right might now. have to come up with uh, like a list of basics. Yeah, yeah. Like there if are, we get like Kashi other and, cereals. Yeah, like I feel like granola either doesn't count or it's one category or none, unto itself. Or none of the weird flavors. Like there's multiple different versions of like honey bunches of oats. Yeah, are we not? Are we not? Really? We're just going to group all, all of them into basically honey bunches of oats. Yeah. Oh God. But honey bunches of oats is really good. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. There's a hint. Pre- preview next for next week. Is it going to be at number one? Maybe. You don't know. You don't know. I don't even know. Either. Where will Lucky Charms be? I mean, I can tell you Where online. It's, it's probably somewhere. Be. Lucky Charms is probably somewhere in the middle. For me. I'm interested to find out what we both think is the worst. Yeah. I know I have my worst cereal ever already in my head. I, do, I don't yet, but uh, I'm, I'm sure I'll be able to, to come up with one. 
Sam. Yes. If I was to walk into an ice cream store, can I follow you as a flavor? Yes, you can. You, you can follow. That was the worst I've ever done. I was, I was pretty. I wasn't gonna Not mention proud of it. That. I thought I had something in a dick. Yeah, yeah, man. Your your train of thought your train of thought crashed right through the station and and killed dozens. That was the strawberry of segways. <laughs> Good. Uh, you can follow me, as always, on Twitter at Sam Grzezeses, Sam, G-R-E-S-Z-E-S-E-S-E-S. I, uh, I write for Yard Barker, uh, Thrillist Chicago as well, and you can follow me on Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave? I am Play Dave. You can find me on Twitter at Play Dave, on Facebook at the Play Comic, on Patreon, and of course on the Serials next week, and hopefully some more news. We'll see you then. <laughs>